today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. North Korea has test-fired an intercontinental ballistic missile, uh, which has caused global reaction. The U.S. has called for a U.N. Security Council meeting for today. However, the North Korean president said in a report to his scientists, keep sending big and small gift packages to the Yankees. Trump has tweeted about uh, North Korea as well. To talk more about all of this, Simon Palomar is with us, Research Assistant Center for International Governance Innovation, and on the line with us now. Hello, Simon. How are you today? Hi, Scott. I'm well. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We uh, we always appreciate this. Uh, Donald Trump uh, yesterday tweets, uh, North Korea has just launched another missile. Does this guy have anything better to do with his life? How does that play with the North Korean leader? That's a, that's a funny question because, I mean, there's two answers there. Uh, one, it probably uh, annoys him. Two, it probably pleases him a little bit. And three, it's uh, Trump kind of, I think, answered his own question to an extent that Kim Jong-un probably has nothing better to do than work on this since, um, as far as we can tell, amongst the, the top leaders in North Korea, they consider a, uh, a fully mature nuclear weapons program that is a program where they have a nuclear bomb and a, a missile they can mate it to. Uh, that's their that's their ultimate guarantee that the the country and more importantly the government and the regime will continue to exist into the future and that uh, that they can't be credibly threatened by outsiders is, is that that nuclear weapon so in many ways probably has nothing better to do at his time this is probably at the near the top of the the priority list for the regime. Uh, how does Trump's handling of this issue how is that interpreted? by Kim Jong-un. Up until now, everyone ignores him. Nobody returns his phone calls. Nobody even acknowledges him. Now Trump's given him a worldwide stage. Uh, Not that he needs it, but he certainly has recognized him. How does that change the discussion? Yeah, I think uh, there's a couple of issues to to discuss there. One, it gets the attention that I think the North Koreans uh, want. And they don't want them simply, you know, from, you know, egotistical reasons. They want to negotiate with the United States. They want the United States to recognize their government, uh, push South Korea to sign a peace treaty with that government and provide them with guarantees that there'll be no efforts to interfere in North Korean domestic affairs. There'll be no, there'll be no effort by uh, Seoul and Washington to eventually topple that regime. So one of the ways they get there, it's, it's you know, it's through a it's through negotiation one way or another and getting the Americans to, you know, open up channels formal or informal. They probably see that as, uh, you know, at least a first step in that regard. The other thing is, and this is probably a bit of a disappointment to the North Koreans, is that the uh, American president so far seems to be willing to really hand the reins over to uh, China uh, to take the hard steps of, of reigning in North Korea. There seems to be a willingness, at least that's the impression um, in some circles in Washington right now, that the, the White House doesn't actually have a clear playbook on North Korea. So when Pyongyang does something provocative like this, there'll be angry messages. They'll say, you know, the, the Chinese have to work harder, but there's no clear you know, plan about how is Washington going to get 
trying to work harder. How is Washington going to address this? They're going to leave it to others. So it's a bit of a mixed bag for the North Koreans. So why? So does would North Korea uh, like it more if Donald Trump was fully engaged in this as opposed to passing it off to China and Japan? I think so. I think their their dream scenario would be bilateral talks right. with Washington. So what will China do? Uh, right now, I think they'll um, they'll wait and they'll engage when they want to and when they need to. I mean, there's a bit of a myth out there that the, the Chinese are very happy to, to prop up the government in North Korea. I think they, more than anything, they feel obliged to prop it up because I think I've said this before in our discussions that you know if things were to really go dreadfully on the Korean Peninsula, let's say war, for example, as a worst-case scenario. The people who are fundamentally going to lose are going to be the, the people of North Korea, the people of South Korea, and the people of China. And uh, the Chinese government is acutely aware of this. And they tend to take the view that North Korea is not a problem to be solved, it's a problem to be managed. So they'll take steps, and they're ready, and they'll take steps when they feel they can take them, and they're probably working at it this very moment. But the idea that we're going to see a big, a big bang kind of policy change from Beijing. I think that's, it's, it's simply just, I don't think it's in the cards. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.